life, fitness, mindfulness, and nutrition. This is the Self-Help Shark Podcast with Brett and Morgan. Welcome to this week's episode of Self-Help Shark. I'm Morgan. And I'm Brett. And this week we are talking about standards, about holding yourself to the same standards as you hold other people to, which can be a wide variety of things, but also can be tricky. So for instance, if you hold like your mom to the standard that she's going to feed you, then and she wants you to clean your room and shit then you gotta hold yourself to that standard of okay well she's gonna give me dinner so i gotta clean my room so you guys gotta hold yourself to the same standard as you would the other person and that i mean that's a bad example but it's true um so yeah let's see brett you start while i think about what i want to say about standards standards holding yourself up to uh the same standards as you're gonna hold up everyone else around you for example, if you tell someone to do something, you better be prepared that you'll be able to do that same thing or you've been doing that same thing for several, for throughout pretty much your current life. I'm not talking about your entire life, but the current life you're currently developing in this year, in this moment, in this present time. For example, if you tell your best friend to go, hey, you know what? You need to work out. But if you're not working out yourself, you're being a stupid-ass hypocrite. This is true. Let's not be hostile here. <laughs> but facts. But it's facts. Facts. <laughs> it's facts. Facts. Fair enough. Yeah, it's really important that you, uh, that you make realistic standards for yourself and the people around you, too. Because if you hold the people around you to a really high standard and they can't necessarily maybe achieve that, then you're hurting yourself, and more importantly, you're hurting them, and then that's going to lower their self-esteem, and that's going to hurt your self-esteem, and might even hurt the relationship. So, for like instance, when I work with kids, um, like, I have to remind myself, these are four-year-old kids, and they can't do everything that, you know, an adult can or whatever, so I have to adjust my expectations and my standards and be like, okay, I know I can do this, but these kids might not be able to do that. So I have to be like, okay, well, they know how to wash their hands. So the standard that they need to be at is washing their own hands. But they, they can't really do a zipper, so I can't expect them to do a zipper. So it's also like holding, if you hold them to a standard, you also have to hold yourself to a standard of being like, okay... I know what I want from them, but I also need to think about where they're coming from. So I think another big part of standards is like you got to put yourself in the other person's shoe because uh, that's one thing we're learning in my class that I'm taking that I started this week is uh, you can't expect someone else to do something if you wouldn't do it yourself, like Brett said, but also you have to consider someone's background, um, culture, things like that. So if you're like... So we do the Pledge of Allegiance at school. So if someone's from somewhere that they don't do the Pledge of Allegiance or they're not taught that or they don't that's not part of their culture, you can't expect them to know how to stand up, put their hand over their heart, and recite the Pledge of Allegiance. Um, especially like if you're a person living in America and um, and 
you're like the I think the last time I heard like the the main like religion in in America is Christianity and if you're of another Christianity you have the right to um, practice that but you can't expect people who don't practice the same faith as you to follow the same things you do so like if you're gonna expect them to hold us if you're like okay well you do this because I do this you get people to say well they do this so I have to do this which isn't fair right so you that's kind of where respecting another person when it comes to standards is it's really important to keep yourself in check and say okay well I expect Brett to do this thing okay well then Brett might expect that from you well I don't think I can do that well then great then you shouldn't expect that from Brett like I don't know a good example but basically when you hold standards to somebody it's you got to keep yourself in check and make sure that if you expect them to do it then you better be able to do it so for instance if you expect your dog to go pee outside and it's like okay well then he expects you to train him to go pee outside if you don't pay attention and you don't give a shit then he's not going to pee outside he's going to be like whatever mom i'm going to pee wherever i want and you can't make that standard if you're not setting that standard yeah that's also very very true and also <laughs> he's just like spacing out over there like oh wait shit it's my turn oh shit it's oh, my shit. turn i gotta talk now <laughs> i have to talk now on my own podcast on our podcast on your podcast Ooh. to help you out talking about podcasts go check out the self-help shark store at spread shop we have awesome t-shirts and water bottles the water bottles are back but now for you to buy and not for me to buy Nice. Anyways, getting back to our point with standards. <laughs> Squirrel. Uh, the biggest thing is, is that when it comes to holding people to a high standard, it's not holding, it's not making, there's a difference between high standards and a possible standard. A possible standard is saying, taking your everyday person working in the middle class level that's not, for example, a celebrity and holding that person up to a celebrity level. There's certain levels and there's different standards upon every single person that we recognize, we interact with, we see on TV, in our whole world. Our whole world is based on standards that we learn from other people. It is a part of our identity that we draw in from external sources to learn. At the same time, you can't be a hypocrite and you can't expect someone to do a 2,000 calorie diet if you're doing an 18,000 calorie diet. You can't expect someone to wash their hands when you're not washing your hands. So the expectations that you hold yourself to should be the expectations that you're holding everyone else to. And also to be respectful if someone else has different expectations of you and to learn what those expectations are and to adjust your own standards and make yourself better by learning different standards or learning what or learning something that you have no idea that could have been a standard that someone else is holding you to for example running everyone runs not everyone runs but everyone knows the exercise of running mm -hmm. a track person is going to have a different standard and if they're going to teach someone how to run they're going to push that client of theirs 
to run as fast as they can, as best as they can compared to them, because that is based off of their experience. So where, high, where standards come from is from the experience that you have in life. Mm-hmm. And the definition of low standards and high standards is for up, for up to you to decide. It's up to you to choose what people you want in your life to hang out with, to be around. For example, what I perceive as a low standard could be your middle standard. For example, if you go, if people, people that do drugs such as meth, cocaine, crack, those three things, I consider that being a low standard because I choose not to do that stuff and I know what it does to your body and I know how it affects, how it affects you, both on a mental level, aging level, and how it could just kill you. That's why I consider that a low standard. But some other people out there in the world can consider that to be their standard of living, doing that type of stuff. So pretty much what the idea I'm trying to get across is that standards are made for you to decide. You can live your life any way you want to live, and that's going to be great for you. And if you've got to be careful what standards you hold other people to. Yes. And you have to also be careful of what standards you want to implement in your life too. Society all holds us up to all hold us up to the same standard. Here is the constitution, here is the laws of this state you're living in, here's the laws of this area, this county, this city, those are your standards. Now you can fill fill in your other standards of personal and freedom that we able to have in America anyways. And from there we could be able to interject. My the biggest thing, um, but there's so many different ideas of standards and start with the basics at the personal level and at the societal level. Look what if you are miserable in your life and you are like, man, what do I really need to fix. Check on the standards you're holding yourself to. If you're holding yourself below societal standards, there might be a pro- there might be a problem. I used to hold myself to a lower societal standard. I used to never think I'll be able to make anything. I didn't think I was worth anything and at the end of the day I got to the point where I had to learn newer and higher standards of of acceptance and people wanting to hear what I want, hear what we say, hear what, learn how to work out for crying out. I didn't even start like with a podcast first. I started helping my uh, colleagues from my my classmates from college just working out, just coming up to me. Hey, I see you working out at the gym. You know a lot about this stuff versus everyone else. And you can articulate and teach me, teach me how to work out, please. And people would come to me and I'll just teach them how to work out because that's what I knew I was good at, and that's what I knew. And I did never knew in my life that other people would come out and ask for help, and that helped myself to raise, to be raised to a higher standard in that element of my life, to working out. I think that's a really good point. You're making me think about like, um, so before this, I was really bummed out because I took my first like actual quiz part of my class that I'm taking to. Um, uh, re um, achieve my group lead at school, but I don't, that's not the right word, but I can't think of what it is. But um, so 
thinking of what Brett's saying, I'm like, okay, well, you know, standards, like, like, and I always like to think about or make a reflection on myself just because, um, you know, we're hypocrites if we tell you, oh, this is how you need to fix things and then you don't do it yourself. So for instance, I went to college and got a business degree. Then I decided after a year I didn't like that and I started off in childcare. Then they're like, well, if you want to be group lead, then you need to go do this class. So I did it and it, for the most part, it was pretty easy. I forgot some due dates because it was a summer and I was in the middle of moving to an apartment and it was online, which is always difficult, but I felt overall I did really, really good with it. And then that was like three, four years ago and I haven't touched anything remotely college related online since. And so I kind of went in with the standard for myself that, oh, this is just going to be just as easy. I'm going to breeze through this. This is going to be fine. And then online college slapped me in the face with, no, you can't just dick around. You have to be like serious about this. And I learned that when for the first time since I initially went to college, I like absolutely failed the quiz. Like I, I failed some stuff in college, but that was like, it was math and financing and I knew it was not my strong suit. I went into a business degree knowing that it was not my strong suit, but anyways, um, but like, I held myself to a standard that like, man, I'm going to breeze through this. I don't need to read anything and I'm going to get a hundred percent. And then I woke up this morning and I got a 54 on my quiz because there's 11 questions and one of them was four points. And I had to ask my professor, I was like, well, I feel like there's missing questions. He's like, no, that's just this is how this is graded. And then I had to sit there and be like, fuck, I've gotten a hundred on everything. But I dicked around and I failed my assignment and now I have to work harder to make that up and I may not get, I'm, I'm not going to get the straight A 100% streak that I really wanted and it's because the first time I read, I uh, went through, I did the quiz, I thought it was going to be easy, I didn't know what to expect so I was like well shit, okay, maybe I should read this time and after reading it again I still failed. I don't remember if it was worse or better than the first time, but either way, I feel pretty bad. And for my standards of myself, I got really frustrated and really upset. And like Remy had to give me a hug and tell me I wasn't stupid and I wasn't going to fail. And he's like, now you know to take this seriously, right? I'm like, yes. So for myself, I need to think now, okay, yes, this is an ongoing class. Yes, this is stuff you already kind of know. But now you have to take this seriously and really put time and thought if you want to pass these classes and not just skim through it. You can't just do that and assume you're going to get a good grade. It's not the same thing as before. It's you're actually learning things that you need to. And like I kind of knew that, but at the same time it was like I didn't realize the standard that they hold me to versus the standard that I held them to. So I think that's a good example of um, like when Brett talks about your career and where you want to be, I've thought a lot about the career that I want and I can only really see myself in childcare and I don't, I, Remy's like, you should be a director. I'm like, I don't really want to be a director because that's just a lot of people I'm managing. But like, I've been learning that you can do other stuff like, uh, like a different type of teacher or like a licensing specialist or something. And I'm like, well, that might be kind of fun. I might like that. Because I know I want to still be in education on some level. So 
That means that like when you go into the field of teaching, they hold you to a different standard, like a way higher standard, because you are responsible for the lives of young children and their development and like you help them become a good person. You wanna know why little Timmy was such an angel in first grade? Mrs. Smith turned him into that when he was a little shit and like hit the two-year-old class. And Mrs. Smith put put up with a lot. And some people don't believe in the quality of ECE, but like it's there. There's studies and things out there that it is really important. So I, I had to look at myself today and be like, I can't dick around with this. I can't goof off. I can't not take this seriously. Otherwise, I'm not going to be where I need to be for my standards of my career. So um, I'll be honest, guys, when we first started this topic, I didn't know if I had anything to say. And then obviously, as Brett does his self-reflection, I'm like, I feel things about this that make me better, better person. And then I had to share for like 10 minutes. So um, I think it's really important overall that whatever standard you hold to yourself, you keep checking in with it and making sure you can reach that standard. So for instance, I um, like, I'll be honest, I don't really know how to use a blender. They fucking scare me. And and I know that sounds stupid as shit, but like I didn't, I haven't done cooking or anything like that, and like I have vague interest in it, but I also, yeah. So Remy asked for a smoothie yesterday, and I was like, "How do I do that?" He's like, "You just stick stuff in and blend it," and I'm like, "And that just that concept to me just sounded like, because I like my parents always brought frozen shit that you just shove in and then you do it and then it was okay and. I watched Brett like get all this organic shit and almond milk and he's like I get this thing at Sprouts and I'm so fancy and I'm just like that looks like way too much so I have a new level of standard where I can put stuff in a blender now which again sounds really stupid but it's something that I raise my standards with myself on that um so yeah always keep yourself to a standard where you're reaching goals and pushing yourself but um also, don't make it too hard for yourself, because if you fail, then you're just going to be like, I just suck, and that's not fair to you. So. And also, if you're starting to experience a lot of self-doubt in your life, take a look at the standards you're holding yourself to. You might be holding yourself to a lower standards, especially if you're going into your job or your work, and you're like, I suck at my job. Well, it's because the only reason why you suck at your job is because you're holding yourself to a lower standard, and you're refusing to enjoy your job and to work hard and to get where you need to get. There's some days that I even have that self-doubt creeping into me and that's because I realized when I woke up that day I immediately started holding myself to a lower standard in my current situation and position at work. Then I had to, that was why I check, I wake up two hours before I have to be at work to check myself when I wake up. Sometimes I just have to check myself and make sure I'm in the best headspace that I can be in to operate and do what I gotta do for the work I do. So if there's any self-doubt, any ideas that you suck in, any is coming from yourself, you getting annoyed at work because someone tells you something and things like that, you have to take a look at yourself and understand the standards you're holding yourself to and raise the bar.
because that's the only way you would get out of that self-doubt mentality. And I'm not talking because I'm some guru heebie-jeebie person on, on ideology and philosophy. I'm talking about from my own personal experience that whenever I have self-doubt, and it could be the same thing for you, and you never even thought about something as simple as and disconnected from standards and self-doubt, there's actually a very tight connection to, but no one never teaches us that. And we always have to learn these things on our own. And there's a tight connection because if you start, for example, giving up and things like that, that means you're holding yourself to a lower standard and you're already defeating yourself. So readjust yourself and get to a, and hold yourself to a higher standard and then meet that standard and you will understand and feel like there's like some powerful mechanism coming out, some super juice coming out. I mean, there was a while at my job where I was not doing 100% and I kind of knew it and like I kind of got put at the bottom of the barrel for some things and then I was like, Morgan, you gotta show up, you gotta get your head in the game and you gotta do the job whether you like it or not. And then I did. I did a 180 and everybody told me I did a 180 and I fixed that shit and then they're like, Morgan, we want you to do this, this, and this. And like, when you change your standards of yourself or what you're doing, you get woke as fuck. Like, basically. And if you change your standards, then good things will happen for you. If you feel the need to and you gotta be able to challenge yourself. If you're not willing to challenge yourself, then... I personally don't feel like you're going to move anywhere. And so, and I, I can't tell anybody to change their standards. That's all you. I'm just saying that Brett and I felt like in general, this was an important topic because we both, both have been adjusting our standards with things. And, and this is a time where stuff's opening back up and, you know, society's kind of going back to normal. So it's really important to be like, what are my standards? What are other people's standards? And, um, check yourself and check around you before you move forward or backward with anything because that can really set up how the rest of your year goes rest of your day goes rest of your life goes and yeah that's i think that's all i got to say is just be mindful of those around you and your own things and be always always be sure to check in with yourself about how you're feeling and where you're at yeah do you have anything else? Then, last note, the idea of being the best at something is already setting yourself up to the standard. For example, if you're a shoe salesman, you go into work and say, I'm going to be the best damn shoe salesman in the freaking world. Guess what? You're Just by setting yourself up, you are going to be the best damn shoe salesman in the world. So on that note, have the best in the world mentality because you you're deserve it and you're worth it. Yes. And on this note, this was another episode of Self-Help Shark. I'm Morgan. And I'm Brett. And you are a badass. Continue to find ways to live life fulfilled. And thank you for listening to the Self-Help Shark Network. <laughs>